Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is K0MRD, your radio prepper. And I'm here with a new podcast and I hope you enjoy it. We're going to be discussing communications for preppers and everybody else that's interested. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. So, you've taken and passed your technician's test. You've been issued your FCC call signed and you have your license in hand. You're just about ready to buy your first radio. But before you do, you should ask yourself the following questions. Who am I trying to contact? How far away do I want to communicate? What means of communication do I already have? What are the legalities of owning amateur and GMRS radios? And finally, what are the legalities of broadcasting on any of the licensed radio services without a license? Well, in today's episode, I'll go over each of these questions and hopefully provide some insights on communications for the absolute beginner. The first question is relatively easy. Uh, It's your friends, family, or your mutual assistance group. This type of communication is the standard everyday phone call or text to get information to whom needs it. You may have a phone tree with your group, which is a great idea, before any situations happen. The second question is a bit more complex. As most preppers are under the impression that having a bofang is the be-all, end-all of local communications. The truth is, the range of these radios in simplex operation, that is radio to radio, is about three miles without obstructions. In an urban or suburban setting, that range is cut in half due to the the presence of buildings and trees and the like. These little radios are FM, which means that these obstructions can disperse the signal. While FM is great for noise cancellation and clarity of signal, it does have its limitations. A high antenna is good to have if you are using a base station. The higher above the tree line, the better. On our handheld radios, the antenna that comes with the radio is crap, plain and simple. You should, at your earliest convenience, get an aftermarket antenna that is correct for your radio. That is, a dual-band antenna with the correct connector for your unit. In most cases, with the UV5R, this is an SMA female antenna. If you get the wrong antenna, your radio will not work. The reason that people, not just preppers, like these radios is because they are inexpensive. The drawback is that they're only good for local communications and by local I mean your neighborhood unless you have access to a repeater. What a repeater is is a device that extends the reach of your UV5R. To put it simply, you input the listening frequency then the transmit frequency and then any CTSS codes that the repeater owner has in place and once you have all that set you can access the repeater. On the UV5R itself, it is a tedious task. However, 
It can be accomplished with a free program called Chirp. With repeater access, your radio's reach is extended a lot, like 30 plus miles. Also, anyone accessing the same repeater will be able to communicate with you. But, in an SHTF situation, do not count on repeaters working, as they can have damage from severe weather and be inoperable. In fact, one of our local repeaters was down for about a week or so due to high wind damage from a storm that passed through. If you're looking for longer distance, you'd need to get at least a 10 meter radio. Technician license holders do in fact have voice or phone privileges on 10 meters from 28.300 megahertz to 28.500 megahertz. This opens long distance operation in the area of 500 kilometers or 310.68 miles to 1500 kilometers or roughly 932.05 miles. This would be at the very least regional communications. The third question is really easy. Most people have a smartphone for everyday use. Some people may still have a landline phone. Is this even a thing anymore? Which, by today's standard, is a bit archaic, but it does work. I know several preppers who have CBs on hand, which is a very viable communication option, and I will go over them in a future episode. Now, the fourth and fifth questions are going to be answered in one fell swoop. It is perfectly legal to own and even listen to ham and GMRS radios. They're readily available to anyone who wants to buy them. However, transmitting on them without a license could result in confiscation of your gear as well as heavy fines by the FCC's Enforcement Bureau if you're caught causing interference with license radio operators. So there you have it. Just a few little ideas you should consider before you purchase a radio. I hope this helped. Tune in next time. It's K0MRD73. You have just listened to the K0MRD Radio Prepper Podcast with your host, K0MRD. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play to catch our next episode. Thanks for taking the time to listen. This is K0MRD, your radio prepper, signing off, 7-3.